0: It all started off so well, there were three women candidates running in Dublin Central, the Taoiseach's ward. There were four seats. Surely one of them was going to win. On the Hapney Bridge with Mary Lou MacDonald, biggest star in the Sinn Féin book, 38, married, with a toddler and a baby. Her face has just been put up on the side of hundreds of Dublin buses. And then for the Europeans, do you remember they put up a big banner on the building? They had said to me we're going to put up a we're going to put up a, a banner in the building. So I said well, that sounds fine, you know. And then I was coming into into the office and I saw the skate. Everything was like of North Korean proportions. Have you been out with um... Mary? Lou. Uh, yesterday she did a leaflet drop on the Haighney Bridge um, about Dublin bus. Oh yeah. Mary Fitzpatrick, Fina Fall. About having five hundred more buses for the city. She was driving to Black Horse Avenue there with her father Dermot and canvasser Michael. <laughs> she painted It's nice of her
1: to advertise our good work.
2: <laughs> what does, does that she, mean? Does she know
0: that the Hapey Bridge isn't
3: in the,
4: the constituency? constituency?
2: <laughs>
0: Mary Fitzpatrick is also thirty-eight, also married, with three young children.
4: Oh dear.
0: This is Caber West, home to Sinn Féin Councillor Nikki Keo. Do you hear that loudspeaker? Vote Mary Lou MacDonald, it's saying. <laughs> we can't compete with it, we don't want to compete with it. Except I'm not with Mary Lou today. I'm with Patricia McKenna, the third female candidate.
2: They no, will never catch up and they'll be going crazy, the other crowd. Up here? Yeah, I'm my director of elections will be there. And she's like a sergeant major, you know, she'll be eating ahead of me now if I don't hurry up.
0: She's a high-profile green, ex-MEP, <laughs> married, with a 10-year-old son and twins under two.
2: Okay, I don't mind running. Oh, yeah, OK, then, because uh, Mary gets very
0: Obsessed with time and by no, far no, the going. quickest walker of the three women. Very
2: strict. Absolutely correct. All like. time wasting
0: than So there are the candidates... Then there are the obvious men in their lives.
3: Which I have here. Well, Lou canvas does have others.
0: Mary Lou has Jerry Adams. Uh, with
3: Mary Lou and, and I'm very hopeful, yes. Well, that was
0: Mary Fitzpatrick, the Taoiseach Bertie Ahern.
1: You were, you were predictably excellent. <laughs> uh, so Anne-Marie is doing this documentary on three female candidates in Dublin Central. Great stuff. She's been following myself and Patricia McKenna and Mary Lou
0: around. We have the best one. Patricia
3: McKenna, number one.
0: Just because Trevor Sargent was the shortest there doesn't mean he was the least interested. Not at all. As this programme goes on, you'll hear that sometimes the more you're praised, the more anxious you should become. That's because, while this programme may have started off being about women pitted against each other, that's not how it ended up. They probably couldn't see any of this. Nope, they opened their doors and saw just three smiling candidates. Doors, doors, doors. Stony Batter, Glasnevin, Cabra, Drumcondra, and Drumcondra. Especially St Luke's house in Drumcondra will become very important later on in this story.
2: Party. 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 How are you? Peace to meet you. So, are you voting in the election
0: yourself? Or? I am in the age, yeah.
1: Could I ask you, please, to give me your number one vote? It's going to be a very tight election, and it's my first time running for the
5: Doll. How are you? Brown, yourself? Brown, not a bother. That's good. Hope. Yeah. you know? Hopeful, yeah, absolutely. Right
1: well, could you ask, please, for number one? Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. Uh, the last time, you know, Bertie had 11,000 first preferences and my dad only had 2,879 votes between Sinn Féin and the second political candidate. It was really, really tight. Um, so if you can, please,
5: give me the number one. Armour, how am Farmer.
3: Yeah, well, you might give us the number two.
5: What?
2: Or have you ever voted for the Greens? I know. Oh, no. Never. And would you consider it this time? Um, I haven't really thought, like, kind of, my mind's all over the place about everybody. You haven't made your mind up about anyone yet, yeah? No. Well, you might give us the number two.
0: What? You might give us the number what? two.
5: Okay. Think about it. Maybe.
0: You know, you're a Republican. Sorry for disturbing you. No, you're not disturbing me at I'm
2: just sort of nuke my tablets. You that- no, you're
3: a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a soldier.
2: Have you ever voted to be in No, fine. I never. Never. And would you consider it this time? Well, what I what I usually do is, um,
0: whoever, whoever calls me, yes. I tell them all the same problems. Yeah. And it's whoever
3: gives me the answers back. Great. Right. Great. Oh, I wish so, a look now. You, so I you a good luck. Thank you so much. you my number one. Happy a birthday, I would. I'm <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for us.
2: Well, do you want to... Like, well, yeah, take a look at her. Because actually, I was
3: nearly been persuaded by Shufayne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know,
2: were, were they around this evening or...? No, oh, they,
3: or they were around a couple of weeks ago, no, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Mary yeah. 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 really Lou was, yeah. Oh.
2: I ah, will, no problem. No, know, Nicky. Well, yeah. you know, he's on a few fairs with some of you. Sound. Well, you know, we'll, count, yeah.
0: we're going to need every vote because we came so cl- close the yeah. last time, so... Mary-Lou MacDonald canvassing in Cabra West.
4: Where
3: is Nicky not going this year? did like He just really. didn't...
0: He
4: didn't want to. So he's, he's so near the last one. Right? I know.
0: In 2002, Councillor Nikki Keogh lost to Mary's father, Dermot, by only 70 votes. Why didn't he run again? Everyone I ask keeps telling me it was his own decision not to run again. So they brought in MEP Mary Lou MacDonald to win this very, very important seat for Sinn Féin.
4: He does great work. Though. Ah, you his know, first no? class, Given yeah. Even though all the traffic up there, the, oh, the, yes. the, the traffic lights, like, so I live, live on Rahout Road and, back there? and uh, he went for that. You know, within a while he had the traffic lights like, yeah. up work, I know, if, though, if
3: he know? gets going on something, he, he does the job. No
0: yeah. Inside the Sinn Féin Cabra mm. constituency office. This is the kitchen. Here's Councillor Nikki Carroll. Nicky, this is Anne-Marie, Anne-Marie from uh, r 2 in the kitchen, Nicky Kio is leaning calendar against calendar the calendar fridge calendar eating calendar. a sandwich. He wears a light suit and open mm-hmm. neck shirt. So
3: busy, you're busy?
5: We're too busy. We're flying.
0: Yeah? Are you going out Very later cool, on? We'll
5: probably go out. Are you going out? Yeah, today? we're going
0: out at uh, about the two crew, o'clock.
3: The crew goes out during yeah. the day.
0: During, I'm not There's sure. Three
3: crews will out during the week. Yeah. That's for the last two years.
0: For the last two
2: years? Yeah. Mm. They never stop here. They're yeah. constantly. Constantly moving. Yeah. So, but it's
3: going to be yeah. tight. Uh, but just uh, a shark. consistency
0: It's a what consistency? It's a shark. What does that mean? Shark ponds. consistency
3: Because it's just it's so. Tight. It's tight. It's very, very competitive. And then it's very competitive. You've yeah. got big be here. How you doing? Running top. It. That's it. Isn't it? It's the best looking of them all of you. <laughs> Thank That's real, you so much. The sexiest of my.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
3: Mm. So, all that work's been done. Just the
5: icing and the cake at the top.
0: But look, anyway, we're, I was just telling Amory, And your decision not to run? Yeah. So, I was just explaining to her. It
3: was my decision.
0: What you're trying to do is bring up the second runner. Uh, this is on the Old Cabra Road with Mary Fitzpatrick's father, Dermot. Small, grey hair. That day, wearing a navy suit and striped tie. We talked about why Mary had a second running mate, Cyprian Brady. Brady. I say that to, uh, to Mary mm. that her biggest rivals are not the other women, as in Patricia McKenna and Mary Lou McDonald, that I initially would have thought, yeah. but it's Cyprian Brady. Oh yeah, it's all within the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Dermot spoke like a grizzled he's veteran. He's seen too many dirty battles and that's just within his own party. He wanted his daughter to win, but they had a problem. There was a surprise third nomination, Senator Cyprian Brady. He's run the Taoiseach's office for the last 20 years. In every election, the air war is carried out through the media, appearing on TV and radio, getting photographed next to the party leader. Mary Lou was good at all that. And as we'll see, so was Mary Fitzpatrick's running mate, Cyprian. But the ground war always takes place on the doors, and Patricia McKenna kept pounding away, dressed in green, neat bob, on this evening moving like the wind through Arbor Hill. Hello,
2: how are you? you with Patricia McKenna. Hello, Patricia McKenna, how are you? Green party. The Green party, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, Oh yeah, you're alright. Thank, you. Thank you. So would you sit in the green? Well, I mean we're you know we're you know, we have a good chance to take the seats and there's no green in Dublin Central, there never has been oh, up to a now. Really good chance of means. it. Oh, yeah. Would you like the green party, yeah? Oh, well, I a better yeah. yeah. and a better quality of life and standard of life for everybody and I think it affects everyone, doesn't it? I mean, your health is important yeah. I think
3: it's the most important
2: I'm going to screen a brick at the Oh gosh, yeah I'm going to get my heart checked out again and your life lessons A the sound of you, there's plenty there I am, I live in Black 7 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Local person. I was in the European Parliament for ten years, so I've got a good bit of experience in in Europe. Yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't been there for the last couple of years, so. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 yeah. So maybe you consider giving us a first preference. We have a really chance of taking a seat. It's just yeah. trying to get enough number ones to stay in there, you know. And they're, they're like they're saying that we have a good chance. Of it's trying to persuade people to give us
0: number one. Back to Cabra West. This is, a real heartland this year, is my heartland, it? yeah. That's Nicky Keogh canvassing the Banner Road. Mary Lou wasn't there, but he's leading a lively team of six up the road.
5: Ah. Ah. you get it this week.
0: Back again to Old Cabra off the Navan Road. Sometimes the air war and the ground war collide. Mary Fitzpatrick stopped canvassing for a minute and looked at the front page of the Irish Times. It was the 14th of May.
1: Yeah, I know. Who's that? Uh, yeah. He's your running mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Does anybody know who he is? Huh? Does anybody else know who he is?
5: Have we finished there? Should
0: we cross over it, So Front page of the Irish Times today with the T-shirt. That's right. Oh, he's he getting plenty of support, visual support, you know. So what did Dermot Fitzpatrick mean by visual support? This is one example. Sunday, 15th of May. The Taoiseach is canvassing in Blanchardstown shopping centre. It's the day of his statement concerning financial transactions relating to his Drumcondra home. He speaks just briefly to the 6-1 News. Cyprian Brady stands behind his right shoulder, nodding seriously. The same shot ends up on the front page of the Irish Times the next day. The shock with a pin-striped Brady on his right-hand shoulder. A similar shot is on page 8. Blanchardstown is not even in Cyprian Brady's constituency. This is something Mary Lou MacDonald gets accused of. It's called donuting, and she absolutely hates it. So, but I'm not a donut. I just find that just utterly ludicrous. And so, when you're there, and like, okay, we see the photo shoot, mm-hmm. whatever, the next day of the news, when you're standing next to Jerry Adams and Martin McGuinness, you're there because you've earned it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I don't actually understand, I don't really get what it means because um, I think of a donut as a round with a hole in it. So, anyway, I don't know. No.
5: Mary brings a different uh, focus to the campaign. Apart from the fact that she's uh, already elected in her own right. But it's Just hard to compare when you see like Mary New
0: MacDonald's always next to Gerry Adams. Yeah. So you go, why isn't Mary Fitzpatrick always next to Bertie Ahern?
5: I really... I, um, I'd say he has a preference for Cyprian Brady. You
1: know. So you think that uh, it, what Cyprian is trying to do is garner votes by sitting on Bertie's shoulder? I think himself and Mary Lou are both underestimating the electorate in Dublin Central. Dublin Central is way too familiar with who their politicians are and who represents them. Um, I think that's something that she'll suffer from and uh, I don't think, you know, I don't know where Berth, Br- uh, Brady, uh, where Cyprian is going to get his vote from. I really, j- I, I don't know where he's getting it from. Um, I hear he's, you know, doing great in the north inner city.
0: Anytime time I've canvassed
1: down there, I haven't got him on the doorstep.
0: <laughs> On Sunday, the 20th of May, four days before the general election, there was a rally in Treasury Buildings, the Fianna Fail headquarters, for the election. So what's the story? We're waiting here for. We're waiting for Bertie. He's going to um, pull up soon. This is a summary of what happened that afternoon when tensions became very obvious. Canvassers for Cyprian Brady wear black t-shirts and shades. Cyprian doesn't, though. He wears his pinstripe suit. They're all shouting and joking, taking photos of each other. And they're standing right next to Mary Fitzpatrick and completely ignoring her. But just now, Mary has only one thing on her mind.
1: Do you hope to get to talk to him a bit? We'll just see. He pulls up, say hello to him. And I'll be trying to stick with him then, I suppose. When he arrives, I'm just going to go with him. Say that again? When he arrives, I'm oh, going to yeah, try yeah, and move yeah, straight yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if you... Suction
5: you, yourself to his arm, you know? Exactly,
1: exactly. If yeah. you want to... Are you inside, or...?
4: Well, it's it's having an anti-climax inside. Everyone's waiting and anticipation, and everyone's getting a, a pole position, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what way will the camera turn? And will I be on the 6-1 News? No. But, uh, stick
0: with him when the cameras, the TV yeah. cameras. Yeah. And, er... Uh, Donutting. I found out what it means. <laughs> she certainly did. The clapping begins. Mary runs out first to get to the Shock's mark. I finally notice this and follow.
3: Oh, well. Oh, no. Very good. Hello. This is Amory. Amory, how are you, Amory? Very uh, nice Marie, to meet I'm you. In the good to meet me. you. We'll do a bit of later.
0: What you hear here is what it's like to be in the middle of the scrum surrounding the shock. Everyone, including myself, kicked and elbowed to keep near him. I could just see the corner of Mary's cream jacket in front of her at the top of Bertie Hearn's grey head. But let's stop here for a few minutes and leave Mary in the scrum behind with the shock. Back in Dublin Central, with Patricia McKenna, things were only slightly less
2: feverish. To Try and get talking to as many people as possible. OK, now, they were obviously, you know, non-national. They were clearly, you know, visibly non- but you'll get a lot of people out the doors, you know, sort of Eastern Europeans that, who look very Irish. And some of you go up and you say, you know, we're canvassing... For, and We get to the stage now where when we look at people, or at least I do, when I look at people, it's their eyes and you know almost imat- automatically ah, they're not Irish because there's this sort of look of confusion in their eyes, even though, because I'll come up sometimes to some of our candidates will be talking to them, trying to split it with the Green Party, and I'll say, are you voting in the election? Oh, and then start speaking in, in Polish or something. And you know straight away they weren't going to be voting. <laughs> Did you get, oh, you got the leaflet, you're gone. <laughs> you can lift? has gone. Too slow.
0: Outside Mass in Cabra West, though, it all seemed to be going so well for Mary Lou. Yes, Mary Lou, come on! What are you doing? are following me. I'm on that campaign with you. It's like a drive and canvassing.
3: Good luck, Nanny. Oh, yeah. Come here, I was
0: saying this is like a driving <laughs> hamburger <laughs> and <in> fries. <France. laughs> <laughs> do you remember that song I told you about?
5: Oh, uh, Hello, Mary Lou. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you, love. How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> All the best. Bye, good
3: evening, <laughs> <laughs> how are you? Delighted yes, to hear yeah, that now. No, no and thanks for the support. It's okay.
4: It's very and much I'll appreciated. I'll give you one of those <laughs> wee <weak> cards. i
3: heard that good joke, yeah. Your man said, what, time, what age do you have sex at? He said, well, I don't know. He said, I live in number seven, He said, I go to number 71 for six.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm afraid to
0: ask for clarification.
5: I, I, found I, I only I found, found out yesterday what the PDs stand for. What?
3: Politically dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Bertie. Yeah. The biggest star knocker around. <laughs> oh, oh, I feel sorry for him at times.
5: Oh, it's going to be an awful yeah. lot, uh, how would you say, people from Phil going on to the Labour shortly. <laughs> STDs.
0: Where you you this? And back at Fina Falls Rally. <laughs> at this stage, ticker tape and balloons fall onto the crowd in Treasury building. People are ecstatic. Around me, I can smell a mixture of last night's booze and expensive aftershave. Mary Fitzpatrick did manage to place herself on the podium, right next to the tea shop. But just after that, one of Cyprian's brothers lifts Cyprian onto the podium. He stands in front of Mary. She's five foot five. He's over six foot. <laughs> Cyprian's brothers are shouting wildly and throwing balloons. <laughs> Speech over, I follow Mary upstairs with the T shop and his press officers. Look lovely. <laughs>
2: Stars in your eyes. Oh Thank God. God. I didn't have stuff it, not at all. This, no, you're very good. That was good. Yeah,
1: it was. It was excellent.
3: Um, you, were, you were predictably excellent. Uh,
1: we <laughs> So Anne-Marie is doing this documentary on three female
0: candidates in Dublin Central. Great stuff. She's been following myself and Patricia McKenna Mary Lou around. We have the best one. <laughs> Do you think Mary Fitzpatrick is going to take a seat?
3: Yes, I, I hope that um, Mary will. I, I think we, we can, I think, fight off the, the challenge. We have a big challenge in, in, in the campaign. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of parties uh, up against us. Um, we have probably more parties than we have running in in Dublin Central, but... You know, Mary, since the, has obviously been working all her life. I mean, I remember Mary when she was there, she won't mind me saying, very small and uh, working and canvassing for her, her dad. Uh, she then went on to be a, a formidably well qualified and a person in a, a very high powered jobs both home and abroad, uh, and came back here. and um, We were lucky to get her to stand in Dublin Corporation elections uh, back three years ago, and um, she's been making an impact since. And you know, she she worked very very hard for this campaign and. You know, it's, it's, it, we have been fighting every election in recent times in Dublin Central to hold on to a, a second seat, and we've been fighting hard this time to do it, but I, I think we can.
0: Will there be a problem with the third running mate as well?
3: Well, you know, there's always an argument. I mean, whoever whoever makes it, I, I, obviously I, I keep a, a neutral position in this. I, I want to win the seat. It's important for us to to, to, win, to win the seat. Um, maybe people would say if we had two two candidates, it, it would have been... Uh, easier for us to do that but I mean that that was not going to work out very easy for us uh, Why uh, well because we, we have things called conventions in Fianna Fáil, and if we had a convention in Fianna Fáil, you can never actually be certain what, 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 what candidates you get it's not only in Dublin Central it happens in many constituencies.
0: Downstairs again we discuss what the Taoiseach said and what he might have meant. How did you feel sitting in there with the Taoiseach? No problem. No problem. I've I've met him a good few times
1: now. I don't I don't work with him as closely as you know Oliver or, or Cyprian or anything like that. But um, I think what he was probably I can't remember if he said it outright when we were up there. But you know I, I do think he has found it difficult with there being three of us on the ticket this time. Um, and uh, you know there's it, it's it's hard to be fair to to both. Um, but you know, any time I've seen them being unfair, I've said you know lads you know what are you doing. So, and, and, and it's a case of, you know, it's, I, I guess, you know, Supreme, you saw the way they are there. To, you know, their style of campaigning is very different to mine. It's, you know, um, what do you call it? You know, bright lights and loud music type thing. But, um, T-shirts. T-shirts, you know, uh, SUVs, um, you know, but they, they they campaigned through the area. I mean, they, they went up onto the Navan Road yesterday, and twenty people, and they just stampeded through the Navan Road. You know, that's worse than the shinners on, on on a bad day.
2: How's it going? Like a fire, great, isn't it? How are you doing? Let me Hello, shake. Hello, how you. are Let you? Me shake your hand. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. What's your name again? Dermot Teeling, T-W-E-L-I-N-G.
0: He was director of elections for Mary Lou Macdonald. In a small estate called Riverstone ah, yes, Abbey, the last Sinn oh, yeah, Féin yeah, night began with 50 yeah, canvassers. On the, on the An hour later, there were still 25 left, all yeah, waiting yeah, for Mary Lou MacDonald to finish her last door.
2: Oh. Come on, Mary Lou. Are we finished, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Yee-haw! Well done. The last. I said to come, you hung doll. <laughs> come, you
5: hung doll, so throw away nothing. Are <laughs> <laughs> we right then, last? Back to the carriage. Back to the carriage.
2: <laughs> yeah. so I make yeah.
0: <laughs> with 50 I people to say on that last night canvassing, Sinn Féin were very confident that they would take and that seat. Know.
5: But, so was,
1: but
0: back over in Drumcondra on the same night, the with Mary Fitzpatrick's you know, team, oh, yeah. the atmosphere it's was much more tense. It's a show.
4: Yeah. And do like 50 people go down one road? You know, like, it's like At each door.
0: Well, one road, say this area, yeah. So you
4: lived though. with ten or fifteen people at each door. So. How <laughs> oh, intimidating! So they gossiped yeah, away. Nice, yeah. yeah, yeah. Next thing.
5: What's wrong? Your boss? Somebody, somebody was sticking Mary Lou stickers to your
0: uh, band. We all spotted the tea shock and his canvassers across the road. Oh, yeah. God. And not quite knowing what's going on, I asked. There's the tea shock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you Wait going to join him?
1: Um, I won't because we've just done that road. Uh, Who's
0: Cooper? There was something about that small incident that felt a bit odd, a bit tense, and I didn't know why, but it all came out three days later in the RDS Count Centre, the day after the general election. By 12.58, all the boxes have been opened in Dublin Central. That means that we could get a tally. The tally put Bertie Ahern on a massive 40% of first preferences. His running mate, Cyprian Brady, had just 3%, Patricia McKenna, 6%. The women were nowhere to be seen, but all the men in both the Mary's camps are huddled together. In the RDS canteen, they looked like they were trying to digest very, very bad news. While Bertie Ahern had 40% and Cyprian Brady had 3%, Mary Fitzpatrick was polling at a very disappointing, for her, 5.5%. And Michael and Barry, her canvassers, were sure that they knew why. See this?
5: Bertie shafted her. Two letters went out from the tea shop. One, a general letter from Bertie saying, please give me the number one preference and follow on accordingly, according to your own preference. Another one went out from St. Luke's, big red banner at the top, important notice, follow the party strategy in this area. Vote one Ahern, two Brady, three Fitzpatrick, and went to every single house in the constituency.
0: All
4: that vote is gone. The letter letter
0: the tally is putting Mary Fitzpatrick at about 5.5% for his preferences. And the 4am letter from St Luke's house in Drumcondra gets all the blame. A man who
5: gets two quotas every time, shafting one of his running mates, the very sort of person that, that you would think that Fianna Fáil would want. I mean, there's a young, professional woman, talented woman, left the private sector to come into politics, has worked for zero money for the last two years to represent the local community... And he shafted her over some guy that's been his runner for twenty years. You know,
0: like they weren't the only unhappy ones,
4: though. How
2: are you doing? How are you? Disappointed. Yeah, uh, so far, yeah, I must say we are. Yeah, you fool if I said I wasn't. Very disappointed. Yeah, I thought we'd do better than
0: that. I go and check. So we
2: got a very bad um,
3: force preference vote. Well, that's what really so killed us. I don't okay. know what happened. I haven't a clue. You, say we were, we're squeezed out. Small, small, down very 1500 and Nikki's
0: first preference Just a few tables up in the RDS canteen, Dermot Teeling and the other Sinn Fein men were huddled together. Mary Lou is polling at just 9%. When I spoke to her press officer a few days before, he had said they expected her to have around 18% of first preferences. You were doing the last time. Yeah. What what was your first
3: tally? Oh, well, we were up there with 5 5,000 first preferences.
0: But in percentage
3: points what was it? Percentage government? points, not off hand. But we were well in for for, to take the last seat. Was it more than Mary Lou's first
0: percentage?
3: Uh, It would be at the moment, I tell you.
0: It's more than that. In 2002, Nikki Keogh got 4,979 first preferences. On Friday, Mary Lou got 3,182. With no sign of any of the three women, I go back to Fina Falls, Michael. He now has a copy of the 4am
4: letter. The the letter reads. Dear voter, the party organisation of Dublin Central wishes to thank you for the courtesy and patience afforded our workers during the campaign for the election to 30 at all. And the grammar, of course, is terrible. The constituency was canvassed by us on behalf of our three candidates, and we would like to we would like you to support the party strategy, which is in bold, red, in maximising our support in Dublin Central by voting in this area in bold as well. And they're asking you to vote 1 O'Hearn, 2 Brady, 3 Fitzpatrick. Thank you in anticipation of your support for Bertie's team. Yours sincerely, Bertie O'Hearn, Tisha. Oh, yeah, of course, there's a big, important notice in red uh, at the very top of the page. So, clearly, you know, it was aimed to get the voters' attention on election morning. And it's dated the 24th of May.
0: The afternoon moved slowly and there was no sign of the we're female candidates. Here, d- During those hours between books. 2 and 5, I hear rumour and counter-rumour about the alleged shafting of well, Mary Fitzpatrick there. and the reason why she made those men uh, in the Taoiseach I mean, St. Luke's I mean, house so angry.
4: Earlier we discussed the, the letter. Um, I mean, we have been, like a lot of other constituencies in Dublin. coming we over-saying? We've heard about the letter and i it underhanded. Now, of course, yeah, the St. Luke's crowd are saying that it was in retaliation to Mary's flyer that she dropped...
0: It was just after five when Patricia McKenna, the first of the candidates, arrived. Not in green, but wearing red and with her children. They're,
2: they're a running mad round the place. So you but, brought them um, along? Uh, yeah, yeah. Be. Well, the, the other thing is, we all wanted to come out, so, and they enjoy the, the fun. And Oshin, my 10 year old, just loves this kind of thing, you know. He thinks it's great, and he's always watching who's. And there's such a no one, and he identifies them all, and he's waiting now to see Bertie, you know?
0: At 5.25, the second woman turned up. It was Mary-Lou Macdonald, and she had a completely different entrance. Hi. Walking along with Mary-Lou and Jerry Adams turned into another media scrum. Mary-Lou was dressed in chiffon lime green, no sunglasses on her head, though. It looked glamorous, but with the first count out, she must have known it was almost over.
3: How are you, Mary?
0: As we walked and talked, journalists were asking her and Adams about Sinn Féin's terrible day. It's not this evening. It'll be, you know, at some time in the future. And would it be with yourself again? Well, quite possibly. I mean, I'd certainly be open to that, but
3: of course that depends
0: on the local activists and all of that, you know. She went to meet Dermot, Nicky and Christy by the count area. Gerry Adams disappeared. It's
3: not over till it's over, yet. till it's over. How are you, Christy? I
0: was going to follow Mary Lou into the canteen, but was asked not to. And that set the tone with her for the rest of the night. It wasn't to be the high spirits of the last canvas night anymore. Right, can we go and get a cup of tea before this? Right yeah. we we'll go this way? So by six, we had two of the women, but still no Mary Fitzpatrick. The gossip was that she wouldn't even turn up. But at around half past six, Mary walked in. Black dress, white beads, blonde curls done, lipstick bright. She looked like she was putting on her best face. She looked calm, but really, she was fuming.
1: Brady I didn't say both one Mary two Bertie three Cyprian I never said that I said both Mary is Patrick number one and then Bertie and, and continue your preference for my Fianna Fáil colleagues Bertie O'Hearn and Cyprian Brady you know and it's a flyer like let's face it uh, this is a DL this is a colour DL right comes in like your Chinese menu as opposed to a letter signed from the Taoiseach with a big important notice on the top of it a little bit of a difference here you know lads But I can assure you, to try and pretend that they did that letter out of retaliation for a colour flyer from me, that probably wasn't even picked up because it looked just like one of my canvas cards. I don't buy it. I don't accept it. And that doesn't explain why the central newspaper that they put out earlier in the campaign made no mention of me, why the education colour leaflet that they put out throughout the constituency made no mention of me, or why in any of the uh, properties that they had um, 8x4 billboards in, uh, they couldn't accommodate any of my 8 by 4s It's got nothing to do with any of that. It's got to do with the fact that they didn't want me to get elected. It's very simple. There's, there's I mean, I always knew they were never going to do me any favours. I always knew they were never going to help me. I mean, they didn't ever help my dad get elected. But I never thought that they would actually go out to sabotage me, to absolutely shaft me, you know? Because... I really genuinely thought, well, look, apart from anything else, they need the second seat. The reason they needed me, the only reason I was on the ticket was because, they, and I said this to her, I think, one of the first times we spoke, the reason I was on that ticket is because they thought they needed me. They thought they needed me to beat Patricia McKenna and beat Mary Lou Macdonald. They thought they needed me because they needed the Fianna Fáil vote out of the Navan Road and out of Cabra.
0: A few hours later, and there were others that were getting tired and tetchy too, Mary Lou didn't really want to talk to me, but some of her team were still chatty. And if Fiona Malley lost
2: her seat out there, no. Sorry, Thanks be to God. They owe grasses for small mercy. And the other man lost his seat and lost his career. And all. next we see him it. as a judge. George. George, yeah, yeah, yeah. he got a job as a judge. He got a job. Smarter than everyone. Uncomfortable. And it's not the end. And as
0: you can hear there, as the night wore on, no, dog definitely night, began sir. to eat dog.
2: Speaking out
4: the side of his brown arse. I mean,
2: there's some.
0: It's almost the fourth count. None of the women had yet to be eliminated, but Patricia McKenna knew she would be the first to go.
2: Third oh, character double centre. I'm just waiting for double centre. Well, I'm told I'm eliminated. Oh, tragic. You know, it's kind of somebody who says to me that three or four of them have come saying, oh, yeah, I just wonder where your transfer, where you're going to go when you're eliminated, Do you know, where your vote's going to go. And I kind of feel like saying, go away. <laughs> it's ruthless. Yeah. yeah, the other candidates are saying, like are, you tra- are your transfers going to? So it's very funny, you know. They're not worried about the fact that I'm going to be heartbroken when I'm eliminated and all my votes are going to go all over the place. Oh, well. <laughs> it's funny, as most in some ways. Yeah, callous, callous, you know. By
0: 10:30, Patricia knew that it was all over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Patricia. That's me out. Oh. Roll on the Europeans. <laughs> oh well, what can I do? Better sit. You better answer the questions. No, no, no. He's following the women around, and not one woman in the centre. So that's me gone. I'm the kingmaker. Where did you go <laughs> them. I decide who takes the last seat in double centre. The
0: writing was on the wall next for Mary Fitzpatrick. But Chris Wall, Bertie Hearn's election agent and one of the men responsible for that 4am letter drop wasn't taking any of the blame.
5: I was out canvassing um, the night before the election when um, I had a phone call from home to say a card seeking a number one vote in this area for a particular candidate had arrived through my letterbox. So
0: that was Mary Fitzpatrick. That's
5: correct. Uh, now, she was asked not to do this sort of thing. Um, having then done it, she therefore then um, effectively set in, set in train a motion which
0: she wasn't going to be able to stop. Mary Fitzpatrick seemed bewildered by this
1: so they'd seen my canvas card for three weeks. They had seen my canvas card for three weeks and then all of a sudden it's an issue. It's not an issue. It wasn't. That, that isn't why they did it. They did it because they wanted to hammer me.
5: Because we were going to drop something in. And that, now, that, that, that's, that's, the one, that's the one we dropped. But at, The one that she dropped was a green card.
0: I have it. Curved. Yeah, yeah. So she dropped this at about what time?
5: That came through a letterbox uh, in the constituency, my own letterbox. At some time around half seven, eight o'clock.
1: On the 23rd? Yeah. On yeah. Wednesday, the 23rd. Well, the only way they could get Brady elected was if they could get me to deliver the Fianna Fáil vote on the Navan Road. Without me, they wouldn't have had that vote, and they know that. So. Anyway, they can make up. Look, they can, can justify they use it. You? They can uh, Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, God almighty, yeah, he had nine, 900 votes after 20 years, supposedly. Of loyal service, working the constituency, blah blah blah, and all he could deliver was 900 first preference votes.
0: Yeah. Did you drop it everywhere that leaflet, or where did you drop it? Cabra
1: Glass, Nevin, all of my all of my own area. Um, I I'm Sorry, there was one. I, I also went into uh, Pro Park, which is just in the Drumcondra part of mine. Yeah,
5: that was dropped in uh, Cabra and Drumcondra. Drumcondra being the home village of Bertie Ahern, and Drumcondra being the village where. I've lived for forty years and reared my family.
2: Drumcondra,
1: part of Drumcondra, is where I'm elected to represent. It was where it was where you came up and met me last week, and I had canvassed, and you saw the reaction. I went and canvassed a road for which I'm elected to represent the people, and what? Before I could finish canvassing, they were back up the road. You know, a I mean, T-shirt
0: came back. It's up,
1: just yeah. you have to ask. Like, I mean, of all, the size the constituency was, it was necessary to canvass that road that night.
0: Bertie Heard, the Taoiseach,
5: would have been across this. In what sense do you mean then that? he knew
0: it was going out and this was the content.
5: And like that. Um, well, yes, he would have, yes. yes yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I never thought they were the Legion of Mary. I never thought they were going to do me any favours. I thought my insurance policy was that they needed the second seat. So I didn't think they would go out to completely undermine me and shaft me.
5: Because the, the reality of the situation is that when the convention was held... There were four names before the convention, and one of those names was mine, and I had enough votes to get on the ticket. But I decided, in the best interest of youth and the future of the party, not to contest it. But so I mean, if she considers that shafting, well then I I, I mean I'm at a loss, but I stepped down in in, in in preference for the youth of the party. One of the first doors she put that through, as it so happened, was my door on the Cabra Road, which is about four hundred yards away from where she was born and raised. And when that happens, this is what happens.
3: As no has yet the of we're now to the sixth march.
0: At half-past 11, Mary Fitzpatrick was more than ready to go. Like Patricia McKenna, she left the RDS, surrounded by her family and her friends.
1: It's over now because, you see, my votes will be more than enough to elect um, somebody who couldn't get any...
0: But even as they walked to the pub, there was still only one man on her mind.
1: 20 years, 20 years working the constituency in the T-shirts office and he could get 900 votes.
0: You know... They certainly backed win winner. Mary Lou was the last woman standing, but it didn't take long for her to be eliminated. So the day's come to, the, the day to an end, Nikki. Time to an end, yeah.
3: Jo- oh, you'll be back again. Oh, yeah. Will you come back yourself? Ah, he wouldn't know. <laughs> Jerry Adams know. was long gone. Work as a team, so...
0: After midnight, so Nikki really Keogh, Dermot Teeling like and the rest of the Cabra Sinn Féin men walked through the time. main doors. The next election. Left behind, Mary Lou Macdonald stood alone in the main foyer of the RDS. Well, here we are. Let me see. It's twenty-five past twelve. Mm-hmm. It's now Saturday, so uh, that's it. I'm disappointed. Yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, you're not. Um, I know. I'm. Uh, see you again. See you. Look after yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm disappointed, but I'm I'm okay. I'm level about it. So. Next time so the guys are gone Dermot and Mickey and all those yes. yeah what are you going to do now I don't know I have to I have to make up my mind about that I I'll probably
2: I'll probably head off go home <laughs> anyway,
0: Thank, thank nice you very much see you, yeah, see you again bye bye